Ladies and gentlemen, it's Monday. The Football Scoop podcast comes to you unexpectedly to some. Texas Tech is open. Matt Wells, source told us this morning this was expected to happen today. Once we heard that it was definitely happening, we shared the news to the public. Um, they're making a change. Sources told us this morning Sonny Cumbie was likely to be the interim head coach. Uh, I presume that will be announced this afternoon. Matt Wells, what, guys? So I've got uh, Zach Barnett. John Bryce, college football experts with me. Zach is uh, Zach's in the area, knows tech intimately. His wife might or might not be an alum. Gentlemen, Matt Wells was there, what, three seasons? Less than three. Yeah, yeah less this than is third. Fair. Um, it, change is coming. We don't need to go through the past. Let's talk about the future. I think that's what people want to hear about on this pod specific. Let's talk about potential candidates. We can dive more into the job later. Let's talk about potential candidates. I presume you start at the top with two guys. I'm not sure y'all agree with me. I presume you start with um, some combination of Jeff Trail or Sonny Dykes. That's where I think you start, but there might be others. I, I can think of others. I'll open the floor with those two guys. Yeah, I think the search uh, begins with those two. And it, it, this could be a really uh, simple, short, sweet search. If one of those two guys... <laughs> That never happens at Texas Tech. I'm sorry. Okay, go on. If if I think if one of those two guys signals that they're interested in the job, I think they get the job. Uh, obviously, uh, Jeff Trailer uh, lighting the world on fire in a short time at UTSA. He has UTSA in the top 25. I mean, uh, it, it doesn't it doesn't get much more simple than that. He you'll you will you're not going to find a bigger evangelist of the Texas High School Football Coaches Association of Texas High School Football. Then Jeff Trailer, uh, he would recruit the hell out of um, the eastern portion of the state, basically I-35 East. From there, uh, he's a ball coach. He's a winner, and um, yeah, I think if if he gets the job, or I think if he wants the job, he gets it. The question is, does he want the job? I'm, I'm going to chime in on Jeff Trailer real fast, and I'll let JB I'll jump in. Jeff Trailer is going to go undefeated. I don't know how to put it any, any more clear. He's 8-0. He's got a UTEP team, which is 6-1, and one, but their six wins are against no one. I'm going to tell you, they're going to beat UTEP at UTEP. That's the only potential one. They got Southern Miss, who's just so down. I've never – it's unbelievable. UAB is not what UAB has been in the past. And they close out at North Texas. North Texas, I mean, maybe they, they rise up and shock them, but North Texas is terrible. So, Jeff Trevor is going to be undefeated at the end of the year. Okay, JB, sorry. Um. I see those two candidates from from you guys and think that they make a tremendous amount of sense. I would say that I've heard uh, early on, and honestly, uh, these are two names that I heard weeks ago when it seemed inevitable. Um, really, almost maybe the same day that, that Texas hung 70 on Texas Tech is when I really started getting texts about this. I would expect Kendall Bryles and Jeff Levy to be involved in this search and would frankly be really surprised if they're not. I think that um, Jeff Levy is almost an automatic in this coaching cycle to be one of the guys that goes from coordinator to head coach. It almost happened last year, um, and then Central Florida kind of fell into Gus Malzahn. I think had Gus not accepted that job, that um, 
Jeff Levy would presently be the head coach at Central Florida. So I really think Jeff Levy and Kendall Bryles will get looks at this job. I think um, Bryles is obviously a name synonymous in the state of Texas. Zach knows that exponentially better than me. Let me emphasize that. But I do think that uh, Kendall Bryles is the guy who's paid some dues. He's worked his way uh, past any tangential um, alignment with that old scandal. Um, I think he's a future head coach. So those are two names. Your names, your guys' names make a, a lot of sense. I think there's arguments for Trailer, for Sonny Dykes, for Bryles and Levy, but I expect Bryles and Levy to be heavily involved. Zach, give me the give me the the local where is Texas Tech and Baylor? Like could Tech actually hire somebody Art Bryles or Kendall Bryles or Jeff Levy, could they hire any of those guys? Yeah, I think uh, there's definitely a groundswell of support for Art himself, Art Bryles. Obviously, he's a uh, worked there, went there. Uh, his success is, uh, I mean, the proof of concept for the Texas high school guy gone big time. Um, I, I would be really surprised if Art is the guy, but I would not be all that surprised if Kendall's the guy. Uh, obviously, there's going to be some within the community that just don't want any sort of a Bryles, even scandal. That scandal has tainted that name forever. There's going to be another faction that does not thinks he was railroaded, blah, 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 blah. Don't even go into that. But they want they want to win, they, and they think Kendall is the, the guy for the job. Um, the X factor here is where does the the money contingent uh, intersect with that groundswell movement? Uh, because you know the one thing we need to discuss here is that Matt Wells was not a popular hire among tech fans, among the tech fan base, among and among the tech money people. And so uh, you know Kirby's, I think Kirby Hokut's influence within uh, the tech power brokers is going to be waned here. Uh, it's not going to be as strong as it, he doesn't have the political capital that he did when he hired Matt Wells because he stuck his neck out for Matt Wells and obviously admitted failure with the firing today. So having said that, I think a, a Kendall Bryles groundswell could has, has a higher chance of succeeding now than it did last time around. Um, go ahead. So let me, let me, a couple things, Sonny Dykes, Great football coach, also undefeated. Uh, yes. Obviously, Spike, you know, we all know. Um, if SMU had been invited, say, to the Big 12 or another conference, I think Sonny's locked in at SMU. They weren't. They're, yeah. they're kind of stuck. They're kind of relegated. Yeah, SMU was one of the big losers of realignment this latest round. Surprisingly so. I think that means the door is not closed on Sonny. I mean, in other words, there's some possibility Sonny could be in play here is what I'm, is what I'm getting at. Let me ask yeah. you guys this. So how about Sonny Cumbie? What if Sonny Cumbie gets in there and changes everything this week? Yeah. I think uh, he could win his – oh, I'm sorry, Zach. Go ahead. I was just going to say I think the uh, – if you're Sonny Cumbie's camp, you're probably thinking – Great opportunity, horrible timing, because they're going into the meat of their schedule with four straight games where they'll be heavy underdogs. So if he can win one game, he'll have done a great job. Uh, but yeah, he he's the, I mean, he's climbed every ladder within the tech. Uh, I mean, he's, he was, I don't know if he was a walk-on, lightly recruited guy out of West Texas, waited his turn, 
to uh, got one season to play, did really beat Aaron Rodgers in the Holiday Bowl, uh, worked his way up the coaching staff. He was the radio guy for a while, radio analyst, while he was playing and coaching arena ball at San Angelo way out in West Texas. Like he's worn just about every hat you can wear with a football program except head coach. So I, for his sake, I think he really should get a real shot at this job because no one bleeds re- black and red like him. And uh, to go back to Sonny, I think, you know, uh, SMU was a big loser, but I, I think Sonny, you know, up until this past month, really liked what he had at SMU. He's a, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, he's a quality of life guy. I think the, his dalliance with Cal uh, was not a happy ending for him. Um, so I think he's at the point where his perspective is, I'm not necessarily going to chase jobs, chase conferences. I'm going to chase fulfillment, happiness. And uh, I mean, living in Dallas is a lot different than living in Lubbock. That said, uh, he's, he's tech royalty. So yeah, uh, you definitely need to have a conversation and that the job there uh, is certainly, he's going to have to toss and turn in bed a, a lot of nights to, to think about that. I think. Can I throw a scenario at you? Is there a plausible scenario where somebody like Brent Venables could become head coach and retain Sonny Cumbie as the offensive coordinator? I think that is possibly the best case scenario here because here, and here's why, because, you know, we were going to talk about the job stuff later, but no matter who gets the head coach job, you have to give defensive players a reason to come to Lubbock and play with you, or or you're not going to be successful. I mean, that's not an insight that that's not a secret, but that's the reality. You have to give defensive players a reason to come, or you're not going to win. And so you have to give a reason. You have to out recruit Baylor and TCU and Oklahoma State for defensive players. And so, I mean, if I'm Kirby Hoka, I'm giving Brent a call. I'm giving Brent's wife a call. I'm giving our mutual friends a call because obviously there's that K-State connection there. And if you can get Brent Venables, uh, I would – if he's interested, he's probably my number one candidate. Zach's bouncing around the board here. I like this. <laughs> no, I think I think that that's a, uh, that's a scenario that – that Zach alludes to could could potentially be a, a dream scenario for the Red Raiders. I don't think any of us can name the last time we thought about Texas Tech and thought about defense. And so um, for those reasons, I think that that makes a lot of sense. Uh, um, we saw Venables kind of kind of flirt a little bit with Auburn a year ago. We've seen him also be remarkably steadfast and loyal to Clemson and to Dabo Swinney and you have to wonder if as close as he's maybe come in the past to taking a job while things were on a high note would Venables leave Clemson in the midst of of what Clemson is going through or would he feel like he needs to uh, help them regroup and rebound a year from now anyone else that the world should have their eye on before we shut this down get on the phone, talk to a bunch of people and figure out what's really going to happen. I think a guy that makes sense that hasn't been mentioned yet is Joey McGuire. He is a, he's been the assistant head coach at Baylor. He's held, held worn a lot of different hats there. Uh, he's a longtime Texas high school guy, won a state title at Cedar Hill. Um, if Jeff trailer for whatever reason turns you down and, but you still want to go that route, I think he would, he'd jump at the chance and I think he'd do a really good job there. 
and he I think he'd make a lot of sense. He'd recruit the hell out of out of Texas, and obviously you need that. So I think he is worthy of a conversation. What about Casey Keeler? Seriously, I mean, why would he not be in that conversation? He would for me. I'll tell you what gives me pause there. Casey Keeler, great football coach. All he does is win, right? So that's all any program should really care about. Great person. All he does is win. Texas Tech, I've gone out and spent time in Lubbock, both with Leach and with um, with Cliff. And it's just different. If you haven't been to Lubbock, it's hard for me. Like, Casey is not <laughs> – I know where he currently is, but he's not a Texan. That's that's my pause. It's just it's a there's a lot there's a long pause there from Scott. Okay, mm-hmm. you just went third person. Holy cow! <laughs> you just said there's a long pause there from Scott. I'm out yeah. on that. Like we cannot. John cannot tolerate you going third person. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a great pod, ladies and gentlemen. We're out of here. Football scoop podcast. Like, share, review, do all those great things that you do. Uh, we love sharing our thoughts with you and our insight with you. I'll tell you what's going to happen from here. John, Zach, and I, we're all going to talk to you guys uh, in the industry on all sides of this thing. And probably over the next two weeks, uh, have a pretty clear indication of which direction Kirby is thinking. And then we'll see how it goes from there. Uh, wish the best of luck to Matt Wells. He's a good guy. And uh, I'm excited to see what Sonny Cumbie does uh, in a leadership role here. And uh, we'll take it from there. You know, that's the profession. These guys know it going in. It's always a hard day when somebody gets let go. But these guys understand this is the profession. It's just you try your best and you try and uh, improve the future of young men and, and do your best every day. It's all good. Yeah. Last thing I would say is what is this? Three power five jobs before the final weekend of games in October plus mm-hmm. Georgia Southern and then the imminent retirement of uh, Butch at Florida International. So really, we're sitting here already well before yeah, the final weekend. Yeah, UConn. UConn. Um, so a half dozen FBS jobs open already, in effect. That's significant. Incredible. Well, ballscoop.com. Love uh, sharing our insight with you guys. Talk soon. Bye-bye.